Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Well, we did it. We fired Joe. He's gone forever. I, he called out and, uh, you know, that's one strike, you're out. That's that's how we run things here. Well, if you don't show up to your job, you don't have a job anymore. That's what I'm saying. I said, hey, if you don't want to come last week, don't bother showing up next week. And so he's not here. No, he's getting toasty on some beach. And no, he's in hell. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, he's in hell. The cave, <laughs> the cave is hell? Yeah, he's, he's, he's in hell as far as I'm concerned. Uh, if you see him out and about and he's all red and like burnt. Slap him. Well, yeah, but also it's because he's in hell. He's been in hell the whole time. So he might get a daily reprieve, so if you see him out about, that's why. But nope, he's in he's, he's in hell. It's his temporary walk. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He gets, you know, he gets a day pass. Right? They, <laughs> they have those in hell, day passes. Sure. Yeah, I'm to pretty Earth? sure. No, uh, Joe's on vacation this week and next week. He didn't tell us that, though, when he called out last week. Because otherwise I would have told him, fuck it up, mister. Can't be out three weeks in a row. What no. is this? Well, he said he might be able to do next week, but we'll we'll figure that out. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll make sure to convey how red he is via the microphone. It's it's, it's, it's a running visual. thing. Every year he goes to the Cape, he comes back sunburned. Like he just doesn't put on anything. No, well because he doesn't go outside, so he doesn't know how to. Like it's, well, it's he a works outside. Concept. No, but he works inside. He goes outside occasionally for work, but it's mostly an in, inside thing. But let that be a lesson to you. Don't don't be like Joe. Wear sunscreen. He's also bald, so I, know. I think this is maybe the first time he's been out in the sun, like the sun this bad, with the bald head. Mm, I don't remember when he went full bald. I feel like it was last year around this time, so maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll check it out. figure it out. Yeah, we're hoping, you know, we're hoping that he's okay. He survives the sun. I mean, global warming, it's bad. Hopefully he uh, can survive the ordeal. Or, or, or not. No, I mean, we want him to survive the ordeal. Yeah. yeah. We make jokes that he's in hell, but, you know. Him coming here, that's that's our hell. So we want him back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, see, so Joe went off on vacation, gallivanting, as he does every so often. So we stayed behind to play video games. So, John, what did you play this week? So uh, because I have a Switch now and Joe has done this to me, I've been like finding all of those like indie games that are getting physical releases. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got you on that train? Uh, yes and no. Like I'm not like scouring websites for him. Yeah. Um, but there was one that I did mean to play um, a while ago. Devolver Digital put out a game called Enter the Gungeon. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about it just in passing at some point. Yeah, because we talked about it when they made the, the fake bootlegs. They had Enter the Gun Dungeon right. as one of them. So, And I'm pretty sure Joe has played it before, too. Um, and he bought like the Special Reserves Games is the, the company that put it out. Mm-hmm. But they also have a thing with Best Buy. And, well, I, actually, it might be at Walmart as well. But they have a thing with like real um, stores where like the limited one is online, but you can get the regular one everywhere else. Yeah. So I went and got it because I was just like, eh, it's 30 bucks. Like, I've heard great things about it. It's a roguelike game. Like, why not? Yeah. So I picked it up, um, and I've gotten like six or seven runs through, and I've only beaten the boss like one time. But un- I, don't, I don't know if it's just because I'm doing it wrong, but unlike um, other roguelike games, you get stuff that like affects your next runs, that like makes your next runs easier. Yeah. And this one is just like when you die, you're done. So oh, you don't carry over things or you can't like... Not that I can figure out. Like I did the tutorial and everything like that. And like it's got a cutesy art style, which I think is funny. Well, but... usually there's like the guy that you go to before you enter in whatever the, you know, the maze or the levels right. are. Right. It's like you want to spend your currency before you yeah. go back in or something. No. Souls, coins, whatever the game says. Yeah. There's nothing in for that in there? No. Weird. So I don't know if I'm just missing parts. They also said like um, you'll find people that you've got to unlock 
like that are I guess NPCs. I don't know if they're NPCs for runs or they're or, or they're for the base. But like I unlocked one this morning, um, but then I didn't see her anywhere. So I was just like, all right, what did I unlock? Or did since I died, maybe I didn't unlock her. Like yeah. I don't know. Do you have to unlock the guy that lets you keep things? Like, That's my thinking, maybe. Um, so that Peter like, didn't like that answer. No, <laughs> or it did. Or it did. Yeah. Yeah, that's a correct. Yeah, it says correct answer right here. Um, but I don't. She said like I'll see you like on your next runs or something like that. I'll see you in hell. Um, but it's uh, the art style's goofy. Every everything you fight is like a little bullet to mm-hmm. some extent. So like there's like, you know, tiny bullets and there's like slugs that shoot shotgun shells at you. Um, there's little ghost bullets and ghost grenades, but they'll have like smiley faces on them. Um, so it's like a cool art style. It's just I don't get it yet and i like did that one thing where i usually do with every game is like i go and look up online like how how do people play this like how do how do i be good at this and every other video just had like it was like an hour long it was saying all this stuff that i had no clue what any was anything was going on i was just like oh okay so i guess just gotta play it a bunch and figure it out on my own yeah and like i don't have a frame of reference for it so i can't even be like oh i know where you are you're just a you just gotta play through a couple more times and everything else will unlock for you and You'll have all the fun in, in the world, but no. But, I, I mean, it's, it's entertaining. It looks good. I mean, it's only 30 bucks. Uh, I'm continu- I'll, like, I'll continue playing it. It's just I don't get it yet. Mm-hmm. And most roguelikes that I've played have like that two or three hours where you're just like, I just keep dying over and over again. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, like, you have to I, learn that it's fun. Right. Well, and, like, yeah, it's, which roguelikes are punishing like that. Yeah. That's kind of the way they are. But I don't know. It's all right. And then I keep playing Tetris, of course. Mm-hmm. I've and? gotten to number two. Oh. I got to number two so bad that, like, the, the the guy or girl who I was going up against had, like, I w- had a Tetris lined up. And it was, like, about to come down. And they would have been done because they were, like, two lines from the top two. And they fucked you. And, yeah. And I just got dropped on. And I was like, no. I, like, screen capped it and was just, like, super disappointed with myself and just, like, put it down. I was like, no. I'm done for the day. Oh, John. I'm, I'm so close. It's been like three weeks that I keep getting two. Like, I wish it told you how many times you've gotten to like the... Yeah, I don't remember if there's like in-depth stats in there or not. I it'll know tell you, you the like... top position you've gotten. Yeah. And it'll tell you how many like max Tetris drops you've gotten in. Mm-hmm. And, like, it'll tell you the max things, but it won't tell you how many times you've done that. X, yeah. Right. Um, so there are stats in there. Um, yeah, I remember there being stats. I just couldn't remember if you could see like number of times you've placed it. That would be a cool thing, whether yeah. it's in the game itself or maybe on like a website somewhere where you just put in your your info and it's like yeah you've gotten you know 99 x time 98 and like go down the list of numbers like that'd be pretty cool to see and you could like chart the data that'd be fun yeah i'm always into that kind of stuff when i used to play call of duty online i think one of the modern warfares you could like sync it up so you could go online you could find out how many kills that you had with specific guns and stuff like that yeah uh, and like I would always go on there and be like, I don't have any kills with that gun. And be like, I need to purposely find this gun on the ground somewhere so I can get a kill to like fill it in my stats online. Yeah, I did that with Resistance. The very first Resistance had like an online website that you could go to and you can see like all the badges you got, all the medals you got, yeah. all the stats that you had. Uh, and so me and my friends played that game a lot. And it was a thing where like we were all going in on the website and being like, all right, what medals do I need? Like what little badges do yeah, I want to yeah. get? Like. What do I want my guy essentially to look like? What do I want my service record to look like in this fictional World War II? Right. 
So I yeah. always dig stuff like that. And I like games that have like medals like that, where it'll be like you've killed like four people in a row with grenades. Yeah. Like, and you get a like nade tosser medal or something like yeah. that. It doesn't do anything, but no. it just is like that's cool. Like that's like an interesting stat that I have now. Yeah. But I want to go through and be a highly decorated soldier. Yeah. I want to be all I can be. You want them all hanging off your chest. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what they're for, that's what they're there for, or at least like adorned in a framed like felt. <laughs> a felt frame. backed thing yeah. yeah on your wall yeah you yeah. know like like you see at grandpa's house if your grandpa was in world war ii yeah and my grandpas are are alive <laughs> i don't mean you i mean the greater you the yes. royal you the um, capital y yeah for those of you that still have grandparents that were in world war ii or vietnam or any of the other wars because you know we have so With many, so many. <laughs> we have so many uh, and maybe more coming up who knows <laughs> i hope i mean it's gonna happen but probably let's, like, let's hope not yeah not soon, anyway. No, so that's, I haven't played much on my PS4 or anything. And I've, I've been doing uh, the Joe thing where now I'm watching other things instead of playing video games. That friendship of your guys' is really... Uh, but we're in, we're in opposite sides. You know, he's doing Kamen Rider stuff, and I'm doing Ultraman stuff, so... Uh, oh, so you're eating tomatoes, he's eating tomatoes, is what uh, I'm hearing. I'm eating tomatoes, <laughs> and he's eating pears. I don't know. We, it's, it's They're similar, very similar. similar. Yeah. Yeah. They're still... It's under up. the same uh, genre, I guess you yeah. would say. Because it's still regular people in fantastical suits. Is that yeah? So the do the, I understand Ultraman correctly? Yeah, the the genre is tokusatsu, which just means special effects. But that's like that covers like Godzilla and Power yeah. Rangers and Kamen Rider and yeah. Ultraman. Yeah, it's all but the like same Kamen thing. Rider, Kamen Rider, Power Rangers, and Ultraman. I think are all kind of. Like, it's still a regular person who, when they puts on a special suit or group of people put on special yeah, yeah, suits, yeah. they. Or bestowed powers and yeah, Ultraman just gets bigger as opposed to common writers just turn into common writers and yeah. have guns and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I've been reading like the manga, so I've been mostly reading stuff this week. But and Switch is still doing things for me. Well, yeah, it's your new system. You gotta you gotta play all the things that haven't you know that are just coming out like yeah. Marvel, and you gotta play all the things that you haven't played before like the Tetris Enter the and Enter the Gungeons yeah. and. You know, Crypt of the Necrodancer and all the things that, like you missed out on by not having the console the last two right. years. Which so is what I sense. did when I bought the PS4. Yeah. I got like eight games in a week. Yeah, you went through and like we're playing the Uncharted trilogies. So yeah. that's, I mean, that's what's to be expected when you get a new console that isn't a launch console. Is you go back through the catalog and see what do I, what did I miss? What is an absolutely must play? Yeah. And then forget all your other video games. Like, you know, the same thing ha- that's happening to your PS4 now is the same thing that happened to your Xbox. Right, now my ago. Xbox is even worse. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and then the Xbox is just now just, oh, forget forget you. <laughs> what good are you? Poor thing. Nah. I did turn it on and download the games for gold, but then I turned it right off. <laughs> good for, at least you're still getting them. That's, yeah. the, that's the key. Always get the games with gold, the PlayStation yeah. Pluses, because you never know when you're going to want to play them later. No. Always put them in your library. It works for the Xbox, the PS4. At least you have to have, the, have the thing active. Yeah, but like if you've got it, then you you've got it. Yeah, it's in your library. I did the same thing for Sniper Elite mm-hmm. Four, which I'll I'll play. Oh shit, that did come out this week. Mm-hmm. Damn, I remembered us talking about it last week in the news, and then I didn't go into the PlayStation Store this week to like check out the changeover in free games. So I went, oh shit, so now I should play that. Yeah, because that would be awesome. I was looking forward to that, and then forgot it existed. And now you can play it for free. Yeah, 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 I'm excited. Instead, um, what else have you been playing? I just uh, finishing up my trial of Madden this week. I think I have like a half an hour left. I hit a real mid-season slump. So uh, you played the whole ten hours? Almost. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, ten hours in in video game times not that long if you think about it. Because what I probably play like you know 
an hour or two at a time and you know you only get four or five of those and i've had it for two weeks now so yeah i guess i so mean five you just days think of like two hours over two weeks isn't really that much in the grand a lot scheme of games of have campaigns that are that short so that's why like it seems like you've played an entire game in 10 hours kind of well i'm still like i think i'm three quarters of the way through the season mm-hmm. um because i just like i hit a slump i threw a lot of interceptions i'm a rookie you know that's it's to be that's, expected that's what they do yeah yeah you know they hit that that period of time where like the college season is shorter than the pro season so once you hit the college season amount of games in the pros that's when you start to decline until you you know get the reps up and get the conditioning up and that's what practice is for so i'm not not sweating it too much I didn't think I was going to go to the playoffs my first year. My O-line sucks. <laughs> You've seen it. I got sacked yeah. a bunch. Um, so, you know, it's fine. It's Again, it's more Madden. I'm not really – I'm not going to get it right away. Again, I might pick it up halfway through the season at some point or just I play mean, just it whenever. I mean, just do the $5 thing again. Like, if you just, you're just going to want to play a season of the games. It's like, it's not going to – it's going to cost you five bucks. Yeah. I mean, if, if I want to, like, if all of a sudden I get into football again, which no telling if I will or won't, I might because my Red Sox aren't going to make a playoff run, I don't think. So mm. baseball season won't go until November right. uh, like it did last year. But if I do, then I'll probably, yeah, I'll probably just do the $5 a month for the access once the once Madden hits the vault. I don't know how long it takes for it to hit the vault. I don't know if it's during the season or if it's just after. I'm not Well, I'm you can only sure. play that current year game. Yeah, but like if I really wanted to play a football game, I could honestly just download Madden 19, which is in the vault, and just I wouldn't be able to play online, but I could just do seasons and just play football to scratch the itch without having to like go buy the game. Yeah. So it'll be good for that. FIFA's coming out next month, too. Next month, yeah. And so they announced like the, what was it called? It's like Street. It's like FIFA Street, essentially. Like Lowe's or something like that. It was not a real word and it had a Z in it. I thought it started with a V. Yeah, I thought it was a Voza or something like yeah. that. I'll, I'll find Voza. it. Yeah, where it's basically like street soccer. So I might try that too. When it, I downloaded the FIFA 19 just to, to Volta. give it a go. Volta, that's what it was. Yeah, it looks like uh, looks like FIFA street, but like stadium street. So you're yeah. inside. Um, but yeah, it's it just like... like kind of reminded me of um, the NHL 3s where mm-hmm. like it's... This one looks more goofy. Not goofy, but like more casual. Um, yeah. But like I, that's what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago that we wanted. Mm-hmm. So sure, five bucks, I'll give that a shot. Yeah, and so that that won't be as part of my current month, but it'll be a part of like the next month. Mm-hmm. But I, I'll let the time pass because I basically got it what early. Yeah, I got it in August, so it'll be early August to early September is the month that I have, and then at the end of September I'll probably pay the five bucks and depending on what's September, coming out. October. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not gonna have it and then only have it for a couple of days. Even though it'll only take me, I'll only have 10 hours to play it. I'll just wait and start the 10 hours at the time I start the month and then can go through. Wait, you only have 10 hours? I thought that was only for Madden. No, only new games that have the trial is 10 hours. Games that enter the vault oh, so are full Oh, so that's the purpose unlocks. of entering the vault. Yeah. Oh. So the FIFA and Madden don't enter the vault until months after their regular release because they obviously want you to buy it. Right. But they want you to be enticed to buy it by giving you 10 hours of which to play it. And play it early, so that's the that's where the EA access huh. comes in. I thought it was just the Madden thing was the only thing. No, because there's also a, there's a um, there's a trial in there for Anthem as well. So you can play ten hours of Anthem. No thanks. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I thought about giving it a shot because that's the only way I'm going to give Anthem a shot. Right. I'm never going to go GameStop rent it. Like I'm not going to buy it super cheap. 
but I'll play it for free for 10 hours and see if it's fun. It probably won't be, but it could be. I mean, it might get the, the Destiny 2 treatment where it's like given away essentially for free so that people will buy the expansions whenever they come out, if they do come out. Yeah, I don't know how the expansions work for that game, if it's the same as it does for Destiny 2, or if it's like, these are free for everybody because we really want you to like us, so yeah. please have this free, like they did for Battlefront 2, where mm-hmm. they were like, oh, we're going to have DLC, but it's all free because we want to dick you in other ways, and we dicked you so hard that time before. <laughs> so Our bad. Yeah. Um, so I might I might play that too. I don't know. Um, but this, this week coming up, I'm excited because... Um, uh, no Man's Sky Beyond comes out on Wednesday. Oh yeah, I so was I'm just gonna, talking to Tyler about that. Yeah, so I'm gonna GameStop rent that and uh, do some VR. And I'm I'm assuming every store must have a thousand copies of it. I was gonna go today to look for it, but I was like, I'll just go on Wednesday it, and start my week with it. Is it part of like is a free add-on for? Yeah. Oh, for the regular one. Yep. Oh, so you just need to buy a regular copy of the game. Yeah, just need to buy a regular copy of the game. Buy it used. They're like thirty bucks, I think, mm-hmm. if not more, because the you know the new dlc is coming out so they'll jack it up probably but i don't know i'll give it a shot i like i've wanted to play this game in vr since it got announced yeah. so i gotta put my money where my mouth is but not real money just borrowed money your your money for a week <laughs> yeah exactly i'll uh you know i'll just do that i'll just rent it and if i love it then I, and i keep it so be it but you know i'm not gonna definitely buy it outright yeah you paid 30 dollars for worse yeah true um, but and then ultimately, like if I really really like it, I'm just gonna want to buy it digitally because the only time I'm gonna want to play it is with VR. So oh, so you might as well return it and buy it digitally. Yeah, because it'll probably be the same price. If not, I'll be able to get it on sale at some point later this year. Because I mean, there'll be stuff coming out in the beginning of fall and middle of fall that I'll want to play more than going back and playing No Man's Sky potentially. Yeah, I mean, the game could wow me so much that I never want to ever put it down, but. We won't know that until Wednesday, so. And then you'll just be in the game forever, and I'll have to clean up your poop and everything. It's going to be terrible. Yeah. I mean, for you. Not for me. I mean, it'd be pretty great to just be living in space and having someone else clean up your poop. It's pretty <laughs> that, cool. That's the life there. That's, I mean, it's <laughs> what I've dreamed about since I was a child. It's a very small child. Ugh. It's a very a, specific thing to dream about. Yeah, I know. Like, I, oh, man, I can't wait to, to play a space game in virtual reality when I'm in my 30s and then have a friend of mine who is also in their 30s clean up my poop. It's in every journal. It was the cover of, uh, you know, when you had to wrap your books, your school books in the uh, paper like, bags. Yeah. I just drew, can't wait to have John clean up my poop all over my paper <laughs> bags. I was a very disturbed child. Mm-hmm. I drew knives shooting guns or guns shooting knives. <laughs> wow. You're part of the problem. Uh, yeah. That we'll talk about right now because that's it for what we've been playing. So we'll jump right into the main story this week. Um, which I wish we didn't have to talk about because I'm tired of kind of talking about it. Yeah. Uh, and we don't really ever get political on this show because it's it's not, not fun. Fun to talk about. Well, it, like it's kind of fun to talk about, but it's not fun to talk about like all the time. Like I don't mind having political discussions like with friends or family as long as everyone knows to not be an asshole. Yeah. Um, not to say that anybody that would normally be in this room recording the show is an asshole, but like. It's not a thing that, and it doesn't come up in video games all the time. No. But uh, you know, last week, I think just as we were recording last week's show, there was two horrific tragedies in the U.S. Both involved mass shootings in Texas and Ohio, and that always starts the you know the the talk of what causes this, what can we do to stop this, what's the problem, where do we go from here? Um, and this week, it seems like it's been a while since it went to video games, but this week it lawmakers and people really doubled down on video games which 
like as video game players just like it really cuts to me specifically because i'm like that's not it's not right no it's not it's not what you're gonna blame things on no like i get that you can make a correlation between the two because technically guns are involved in both things and you know it's really easy to draw a straight line to it and go look they both have the same things i did it i made i figured it out it's it's games right because they have guns well and it's always coming from people on the outside too yeah like nobody from video games says like you know what you're right we probably should just release e for everyone games because that's we got to save the country guys it's nothing but maddens and fifas and uh you know imagine party babies that's it from here on out it's all the eest of e-rated games um, but it doesn't work that way because, and uh, there was a couple of things, and I've, obviously everybody's been coming to video games defense this week, especially those within the industry. My favorite one was uh, former president of Nintendo of America, Reggie, who we who we miss, Reggie, um, put out a tweet that was like, facts are facts. And it was just a chart. And one side of the chart was video game revenue by country. And it was like, oh, I saw that Korea, one. Japan, US, and then like a host of other like European countries. And then the other side was a chart that said like gun deaths per year. And it was like, everybody was at like, like per hundred thousand people, I think. And everyone was like one, two, zero, like in between zero and one, like very small numbers on the bar graph. And then the U S was at like nine, like nine per hundred thousand people or something like that. I forget the exact numbers, but it's like looking at the data, it's just jarring how the correlation of, Money spent on video games versus number of people die from gun deaths like does not compute across the world. Yeah. So there's something else there. You know, but I mean, it came out in a big way. Uh, companies are taking stances, even if no one really necessarily agrees with it across the board. There's obviously, you know, everyone's fighting pros and cons of it. But um, Walmart has pulled any imagery related to violent games. Uh, there was a memo. That people had pictures of online this week basically saying like use your discretion because they, they don't have a mandate specifically of what it is but like use your discretion if you see you know violent video game imagery so i'm assuming like call of duty ads things like that pull those down from stores and some stores were going so far as to pull entire games off the shelves and we're only left with like what like three or four yeah, it was games. like madden and like mario games pretty much yeah it was anything that wasn't e for everyone like even e10 games got pulled well, yeah, because there's comic mischief in those, and we can't have our kids Or having, fart jokes. Yeah. Oh, no. Can't have our kids growing up thinking comic mischief is okay. No. Um, but, yeah, uh, so Walmart did that. Though they've said um, in further statements, because obviously every outlet that covers games is reaching out to all these companies being like, do you have a statement? Can we get a comment? Because that's, you know, I mean, that's what you do. You want to get it from the horse's mouth, so mm-hmm. to speak. And their comment was basically like, we have this has no commitment to our long-term plans for video games. We're not making any wholesale sweeping changes in how we sell games or what games we sell. Uh, Cause like I can still go on Walmart's website and reserve Call of Duty Modern Warfare. So they're not like cutting out selling of mature rated games the way that like, I'm pretty sure Walmart still doesn't sell CDs with the parental advisory on it. I honestly have no clue. I haven't seen CDs in store for a very long time. Yeah, like it's never a thing that I look for, but I just, I always assume that they are still steadfast in that. Like, we don't even want you to hear the F word. Even though like parental advisory is an optional thing. Like you don't have to put parental advisory on your music. It's done by the record company. 
Really? Mm-hmm. I always thought that like the recording industry artists of America or whatever that was like a mandate. No, um, it's not like an MPA writing or anything like that. You can like choose to have it on there hmm. just to like not get sued potentially. Yeah. But I think we've also entered the like zone that like no one cares anymore. Nobody's blaming music. They're mo- they're on to blaming video games. Yeah. So I, I haven't seen stuff that has like, I mean, Slipknot's latest album just came out and that doesn't have a parental advisory sticker on it, and it's clearly. No, uh, but they're like the most kid friendly, kid friendly band in existence, aren't they? Oh, yeah. I mean, they have like clown makeup. Kids love clowns. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Kids that's, do love clowns. That's what I'm saying. I'm just. Have you seen that movie? Eat it. It's it's super wholesome. It's all about kids and that clowns. Whole, that whole thing's about kids hanging out with clowns. Yeah. So that's what I took away from that movie. I don't know about anybody else. So. If anybody saw that movie differently than I did, let me know. Well, there's another one you can you can <laughs> judge that one too. Yeah, I'll see the second one. See if it. I mean, I th- that one's not about kids though. This one's about adults. Yeah, but yeah. there might be some kids stuff in it too. You know, maybe it's the adults playing the birthday party for their kids. That's what I assume the movie's about. Their kids clown. They're trying to get the clown to come to their kids' birthday party. Is that's anything? exactly it. I think that's the plot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a brand new thing. I can't imagine. It's not it being based on a book or anything. No, but even the book's about that, right? <laughs> no. You sure? I don't know how to read. <laughs> I don't know um, how to read. Yeah. Uh, Walmart wasn't the only company, though, that did something in the aftermath of these uh, tragedies. ESPN and their parent company, Disney, uh, were supposed to, today on Sunday, uh, air a taped broadcast of a Apex Legends tournament um, that was supposed to air as part of the X Games for some reason. Yeah. Um, I, I guess X Games includes esports now. But... I mean, that's fine. It's extreme. Like I mean, it, it does make sense. It's on the outside realms of sports. But then put it on the Ocho on Wednesdays, because that's a, that's a thing now, which is awesome. Wait, what? ESPN has a programming block on like ESPN two on Wednesdays called the Ocho, and it's just it's. It... Oh, I thought you said the O channel. I was like, why does oh. Oprah want video games on her network? Because <laughs> I mean, video games are. The, I mean, Oprah's one of the most violent people of all time, so she just loves <laughs> super violent, giving yeah. people cars for free. Yeah. And then how many people die each year in She's car-related She's just handing accidents? everyone a weapon. That's what I'm saying. Unbelievable. Oprah should be stopped. <laughs> should, put, should put an end to Oprah's violent gift giving. <laughs> violent gift Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, how many people die a year from automobile-related accidents? And Oprah's just out here giving away free cars. Unacceptable. Um, but yeah, they are delaying the airing of this Apex Legends tournament on TV. It was supposed to air on like ESPN2, ABC, and ESPN News. Uh, but they're delaying that broadcast until October out of respect for the, the victims and families and those affected by this. Uh, but you're still able to watch it online on like ESPN Plus uh, and other things. Obviously, the wa- the big thing about the Walmart pulling you know the ads and the games is they still sell guns in a large portion of the country. Yeah. Which just seems like the weirdest thing possible. Like, right. Like, I, you're not removing the, the cause. You're removing the... Well, you are removing... Essentially the catalyst of the cause? Because uh, yeah. video games don't kill people. People, people kill people with guns. Like, yeah, that's the part that... That's the disconnect that I don't quite understand is that like, okay, a person committed a crime, okay? And they used an instrument to commit that crime and something that they did in their life caused them to want to commit the crime. Right. right? Those are the three aspects of committing a crime. The means, the, like, the motive, and the opportunity. Like, mm-hmm. That's the three things that you need... In, I've watched enough Law and Order to know the three <laughs> things that you need to commit a crime are means, motive, and opportunity. Yeah. This person had an opportunity. They had the means, and they had, I guess, a motive. Though the motive was never written that it was video games. It was definitely 
political rhetoric and all of the things that we've seen. But they want to blame the person, which is fair. The person committed the crime. Right. Then they want to blame the motive, which they think is video games, but the means, that's eh, fine. Yeah. If we take away the motive and the opportunity, then the means don't matter, which they do because that's one third of them. Like you need to kind of stop all three, don't you? Like yeah, because otherwise they'll just find a new motive and a new means or a new opportunity. Right. Yeah. I guess they could find a new means too, but it's just I don't know. If if someone murdered people with guns and you sell guns, don't take away video games. I'm not saying take away guns. Like that's not necessarily my stance either. And I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of explaining my thoughts on yeah, let's the not Second get Amendment. That political. No, because it doesn't matter, and it's it's not important to the story aspect that we're trying to talk about here. But you know, if you're going to take away something as a result of this, you'd think the thing that was used would be the thing you take away, not the thing you think maybe caused it. Right. So it's just a it's a it's a bummer. I mean, obviously the tragedies are a bigger bummer. And, like, to sit here and say, like, don't touch my video games when people had lives affected is, you know, soapboxy. But it is, like, let's get to the root of the issue. And right. There's not... another problem here. It's definitely yeah. not video games. Stats no. don't lie. No. It's mental health. It's political rhetoric. It's accessibility to guns. Like, it's, uh, it's any number of things. It's not just one thing. Right. And the fact that they're only zeroing in on the one thing is the bigger issue. Um, thankfully, though, this week has been filled with tons of online support for video games of saying like no video games are wholesome video games are you know they're they bring people together they have teachable moments they're artistic like they're all these things that we want them to be they're not just bang bang pow pow shoot right which i think you know when you say violent video games you're lumping you then eventually take away the violent part and you say video games are the problem like i've seen it all week of you start out with a speech that says violent video games and then soon the violent part goes away and then video games is what sticks in all the talking points, right. which is wrong because now you're blanketing. It's the same reason people who support the Second Amendment don't want you to say guns. They don't want you to say, you know, assault weapons or automatic weapons or semi-automatic. Like they don't want you to say that because eventually those clarifiers go away and then you're attacking the thing. So like if you don't want them to do that to your guns, don't do that to their video games like I know video games aren't a right in the same way, but like, let's have constructive conversations and not just start finger pointing. And but, that's what this is. Yeah, it's it's just going to devolve to that anyway. Yeah, but let's look. Can we can we just have one where we don't? Like, can we just have one where we have a constructive conversation instead of a finger pointing session? That'd be great if we could just if we could just do that. That'd be awesome. I mean, unfortunately, unfortunately, this is all going to fade away in a couple weeks anyway. I mean, probably a couple days, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it's already been going on for the whole week, but um, yeah, it's it's this is just gonna no no one's gonna remember this, or you know, it's not gonna go unforgiven or unforgotten. But no, other things are gonna come across that are now the important thing to talk about. Like yeah, Miley Cyrus breaking up or whatever. <laughs> that's that's the new hot news now. Well, no, it's the guy that killed himself in prison. Oh yeah, that's that. I did oh, finger quotes true. there for the conspiracy theorists or realists. I don't know. Both seem kind of right in this instance. Yeah. But But let's um, not go down there. No, no, no. That's a separate that's a separate issue for our uh, different podcast that we do. Well and did you see the other um, kind of thing? Call of Duty, uh, they had a video that came out of all the kill streaks that they're adding to the new game. Oh and it wasn't uh, this week, was it? Yeah. Oh, Call of Duty. Uh, well I think it was before the shootings. 
Uh, and then, like, around the same time, one of the kill streaks is white phosphorus. And they're like, yeah, that's like a torture, like, device. This isn't just, like, there's a difference between killing people in video games and then, like, hoping torture on their, like, the surrounding areas. Mm. And so they're like, let's not, let's not use this. And so there was a lot of backlash over that. Where, like, I can kind of understand the reasoning for it, but also, like, this is a video game about war. Yeah. So terrible like, things happen like in war. Na- that, napalm know. is in the game. Like white phosphorus is just another like there's there's it's another there's, weapon of there's war. There's fucking nukes in the game. Yeah. Like nuke is the end all be all weapon. Mm-hmm. Like why are you why are you you know picking white phosphorus out of this? Being like that's the one we're going to complain about. Is that a thing you can get? Like is that a thing? Like could I make my? Own? I mean, if you know that, don't you know google it or anything but. no I, it's just a thing that it's like uh ancient orange like it's a yeah, thing okay. that's been like that's what i figured but uh, controversial as a as a weapon because it doesn't just affect the people there it affects everyone around it yeah. and it's got lasting effects like like nukes as well yeah um but this is a video game it's part of the game right like, there's sure. no there's no casual standbyers who are going to get injured by it like this is it, it all disappears when the round ends yeah um but I think that's just another thing that like, it happened along the same time. And now people are like, yeah, see, well, Call of Duty's trying to do that. Yeah. Like, like, I can understand if it was a thing where it's like, oh, if I go get the right ingredients at, you know, Walmart or Stop and Shop, right. that I can make my own. And therefore, we don't want that to be a thing that people would want to look up. No, it's just a thing that people are taking out of the realm of this is not fair in the game of war. I mean, the game meaning like war has rules. Yeah, the theater of war. Right. Yeah not the game of the theater of war right so the rules of war the yeah. loose rules of the war that we have exactly uh, well that's a good transition uh to the next item uh lightning round call of duty got a new rumor about some new features for modern warfare the reboot remake new re- one re re thing yeah the re modern warfare uh so there's apparently going to be a battle royale mode which is what everyone pretty much figured out um yeah and surprising uh, no one no, so there's a uh, YouTuber who goes by the Long Sensation, um, who previously leaked other stuff about Modern Warfare, has tweeted that um, there's going to be a Battle Royale mode added to Modern Warfare coming out, um, and then it'll also be released as a free mode in early 2020. Um, so you can buy it, You'll when you buy the game it'll come with the game, but also if you wait longer it'll be given away for free, um, which is cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And Modern Warfare is one of my favorite modern shooters, I guess, or like not futuristic shooters. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to try it anyway. It's free, but to have it be in Modern Warfare is cool, too. Um, they also announced that, oh, well, this is official, not a, um, a rumor, but the Modern Warfare game is going to span 40 years. So it's going to be much more than just the original game was. So what, see, that that's weird to me now. First of all, I love the fact that the Battle Royale mode is coming and then will be free. Cause yeah. like I played blackout in a beta and I was like, okay, I kind of like this, but it would take some time playing it to get used to the guns and the names of the guns and the layout of the right, land right, right. and all that stuff, uh, which I just didn't really have time for and didn't want to spend the full amount on a call of duty game, especially black ops four. Cause I, I had no connection to it. No. So the fact that this will be a thing where I might have played modern warfare anyway, because I too really liked modern warfare. That yeah. was one of the first games I played a ton of, um, on my PS3 back when it came out, because that I think came out what in like the year after PlayStation 
because PlayStation 3 came out in 2006, and I think Modern Warfare came out in 2007. 2007. Yeah, fall yeah. 2007. So I played a ton of that back in the day. So I might actually play this one anyway. Same way I like played World War II, because I really liked those games. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that I don't necessarily have to buy the game to play this Battle Royale mode, awesome. Yeah, um, and I'm, I'm fine with waiting. Like That's great. Uh, as far as the 40 years thing, though, like how does that? How is it a modern game if it takes place over a very varying decades? Because like, you know, if it starts back in the day, that's not modern. And right. if it starts now and is modern and then goes forward, does it continue to stay modern, or do they give it futuristic tweaks? Like, I wonder how that. I wonder where the balance is of like. I guess if you start in the 90s and go to the 2020s, that's, uh, you know. Yeah, my guess is that there's probably going to be flashback levels. Yeah. So, like, you're playing as certain characters. Like, I I don't... I still don't know what this is. Like, it's not a remake and it's not a reboot. Like, it... like. But the characters are the same. Like, but the characters still are still there. And right. The, that's the only character I remember. McTavish. That's Soap. Uh, Ghost. Oh, Ghost is a guy? Yeah. Um, so, my guess is, like... I mean, they did it kind of in Modern Warfare 2, where they had the sniping level, which, like, wasn't a flashback, but it was, like, takes place in a completely different place and Hmm. time. But it was just like, oh, like, this is how it used to be, you know, back when I was a sniper. If if I'm remembering this right. Yeah. Um, That was, like, the Chernobyl level, where you had to, like, go underneath all of the um, circus equipment that was all smashed apart and everything. I didn't play Modern Warfare 2. I just played the first one. Oh, the second one's the, the best of the three. I mean, in my opinion, but uh, yeah, it, it it does seem weird that they're like, oh, it's modern warfare. Yeah. Uh, but it could be from the seventies all the way until like twenty twenty. Yeah. Well, I guess it's fifty years, but you know, still, it's an odd, it's an odd thing. But I I have a feeling it's just gonna be a flashback level or two, mm-hmm. or maybe just one. If it just goes all the way back to the seventies and be like, oh yeah, it spans forty years because it's seventies until. 2010. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a thing where there's an older general in the game and you see him as when he was a lieutenant or a private or something mm-hmm. like that back in the 70s. And maybe you're tracking his memories from like the, you know, the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s or, you know, what have you there. Right. That's probably what I would think it would be was flashbacks. I don't think it'll be the story progresses and it just says like 10 years later and then like that. Like you're not going to start in the 70s or 80s. And then progress, I don't think. No, because the game wouldn't, like, I wouldn't want to play a game where it starts off with a, a, a level in a scene in a situation I didn't want to play in. Like, that's uh, it's hard to suck somebody into a game that's called Modern Warfare, and they're like, oh, you're using weapons from 40 years ago. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't be against it necessarily, because right. we never really got any good games set in the Vietnam era, or like, you know... You could do Iran-Contra type stuff in the 80s. Like, we never really got games that explored those wars or those conflicts. It's always either been World War Two, present, future. Like, that's... Really... Wasn't, I thought Black Ops was... The first one was non. Uh, but that, like... I don't think that was the whole game was then. I, I don't... thought it was. I'm trying to remember that was the right one now. that starts off and, like, you're being tortured and everything. And the guy's, like, next, next to you gets his, like, throat cut. Yeah. I thought that was non. Yeah, I don't remember now. I only played like bits and pieces of that one, if I recall. It was bad. It was an older one, but I also thought that one skipped forward too, because then the second one skipped forward into the future, because you're like the grandson of the guy from the first part of the first Black Ops. But, I don't. Joe is the Black Ops person. Yeah. Well, he's in hell, so he can't he can't help us unless we have a seance and 
This room's not set up for that. No, we don't have any chalk to draw on the ground or anything. Yeah, no chalk, no candles, no nothing. No. So, what we have, I think you have a candle, and then we have a fake candle in the, underneath the weird uh, portrait in the other room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's enough for a seance, no. unfortunately. Uh, all right, uh, lightning round. Uh, games Games are weird nowadays. Game companies that we didn't think would work together are working together. Cats and dogs, you know, sleeping in the same bed. It's crazy. But uh, Nintendo, uh, Sony, and Microsoft are going to be partnering together in an initiative uh, meant to lower the gambliness of loot boxes. Um, they all have pledged their support to force people to put probabilities for loot boxes into games or into the stores or something to give you a sense of what you're really buying when you're buying a loot box, which is good, I guess. I mean, it's still not going to make me like loot boxes any more or less than I do now, which is to say I don't, I'm kind of indifferent to them in most aspects. It depends on what's in them, but I'm, I'm, I'm in the same vein where it's like, if it's entirely cosmetic, fine, do whatever you want. Yeah. When it affects the way that games are played, that's when I don't like them. Yeah. Because um, really the only times that I interact with loot boxes, it's cosmetic stuff. So you're, you know, your online shooters, your, you know, fighting games have them and things like that. Um, some of the games, like the wrestling games, have loot boxes in the game that are like move sets and visual things for like creator wrestlers, which mm-hmm. I don't like those being in loot box form. Because like I, I really want to make a certain guy or a certain belt or download a certain creative person. And I can't because I have to wait to get this particular item in a random drop. That kind of stuff sucks. Yeah. But the probability aspect of it to show you like, hey, you have X chance to get Y item, then good. The yeah. more information you give on stuff like that will hopefully lessen the predatory nature that I think loot boxes have with the companies that make them for certain things. Um, whether or not that'll fundamentally change loot boxes remains to be seen. No. And like the, I, the only time I ever used loot boxes is during like mobile games, but usually the at least the games that I play will have a percentage of what you would get out of it. So and it even says like if you buy x amount at the same time, you have a higher percentage of getting it because you're getting more once and it's pulling from the same pool as as opposed to buying individually. Yeah. Um but it's nice that they're coming out. I think they're getting forced by a lot of governments mm-hmm. to announce this kind of stuff but still just because the three big companies are doing it pcs a, a different realm and um the companies themselves like the that actually make the games have to decide to do it so like um i think activision said no but like uh ea was on board um there was a couple other companies like that you would expect were on board yeah but there's there are still people who are like nah dog i'm not like uh fortnite is still not going to do it. No. Well, and I can see, it, I guess it would depend on the implementation of it, but if Sony and Nintendo and Microsoft are all saying like, yeah, we, we like the probability thing. We want that to be included somewhere. They may implement things where it's like, okay, Activision, if you don't want to play ball, you can't put your DLC in the store. You can't put your loot box stuff in the store. You like, if you want to sell, you know, tokens for loot boxes you have to do it some other way yeah. but like we won't let you do that in our store unless you put probabilities and then maybe they'll be like oh well crap now we have to so like the yeah. fact that the, the console companies are saying hey we like this too we'll push those other companies to maybe you know bend the knee so to speak and get it taken care of but there's no bad effect to this though 
Except for the companies who can lie about what they're doing. Yeah. So, like, for the consumer, this is nothing. I mean, it's not going to change the way loot boxes are made. Well, I even wonder, like, how, how do you determine the probability? Because, like, you could they say, They probably like, have to show coding. Yeah. Because I was going to say, like, you could, you could say, like, oh, yeah, it's a one in five chance. And then if someone buys five and doesn't get one, it's still a one in five chance. It just, you know, you got dicked. Right. Like, the odds don't change just because you got some like the odds aren't wrong just because you didn't get the thing you wanted. It just means you you got unlucky. Like, right. So you could say the odds are whatever. It, no one would be able to prove it potentially. Yeah, I think they're gonna have to show coding to back up their claims. Um, at least that's the way I would hope it would be done. Like, because otherwise it's just saying like make up your own odds and throw it on a website somewhere. And that might be all that they're looking to do is just say like, hey, we we tried. We, we did our part. We said put the probabilities there. It's all we can control. It's not going to make other co- countries now legalize these games, though. No. So it's really not going to do much in the long run for making loot boxes legitimate. But at the same time, it's not going to hurt. Yeah, because the companies that have said, no, that's gambling. Because, I mean, it, it's, it gam- is. it's gambling. Yeah. Um, not necessarily bad gambling, but it's not necessarily good gambling either. It's just gambling. Yeah. So... Whatever your thoughts on gambling are, that's what this is. <laughs> so, if they say, if like, if a com- if a country that has said that's gambling, we don't like gambling, no loot boxes in our country, like Germany or Belgium, like some of those countries, mm-hmm. that you're right, they're not going to change their minds on this just because Sony and Microsoft said like we'll give you probabilities, be like yeah for the gambling. Right, I know what the probabilities of blackjack are. Like yeah. I know all the probabilities of a casino game. Doesn't yeah. mean we still want it to happen. Yeah, it does, doesn't mean it's not gambling cuz right. guess what? It's still gambling. So I mean good for the consumers, I guess, whether or not it'll be realistic or truthful or what I don't I don't know, but I it's a good first step, I yeah. guess. I mean, and I think the if they do things that are like now rarers are more um, easier to access. Like if they're going to show probability that way, as opposed to just being like, you know, get loot boxes this weekend and you'll get twice the amount of, you know, diamond coated bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like there's no way of proving that. But now Um, if they show diamond encrusted bullshit is what you're, I guess it's true. Yeah. Not (laughs) coated. You wouldn't want things coated. No, you want it encrusted. Yes. Um, Then I guess like that's more positive, but I mean, it's not going to hurt, but also it's not really doing anything. Yeah, this is, this doesn't change my thoughts or opinions on loot boxes no. in any way, shape, or form. But I can, we can, I think we can all at least acknowledge that it's like, hey, you're you're trying. That's good, right? Yeah, and That's it's nice. it's at least the the big three acknowledging the yeah. problem. Yeah, exactly. So that'll that'll be a good faith effort for them going forward into the into the next generation where. Who knows what kind of weird money grabbing thing we'll get then? Like last generation, it was online passes. This generation, it's loot boxes. Oh Next my generation, God, I forgot about online you forgot passes. about online passes, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. EA trying to do their can't buy it unless it's got an online pass thing. Yeah, that was terrible. Yep. It was the worst. It was a it was a dark time. It was a dark time in gaming. Um, so we'll see what the next predatory item is in, in the next generation. <laughs> Lightning round. Uh, it's finally happened. We finally got our news. An official reveal for WWE 2K20 this week. Uh, we had you know, mentioned a couple weeks ago we were waiting to see who the cover athlete was going to be. We were half right. Uh, I had said Becky Lynch. Again, half right. Because uh, it's not just Becky Lynch. It is Becky Lynch, uh, the Raw, current Raw Women's Champion, and everyone's favorite man taboo, Roman Reigns. Sharing the spotlight. 
Uh, <sighs> it's the first time that there has been uh, two cover athletes for uh, one of the 2K wrestling games. Uh, I'm trying to think if any Which of the Which I don't think can be true. What? Yes, because mm. the 2K wrestling games didn't start till 2012. Okay, because I'm thinking like SmackDown versus Raw had like seven characters on it. Or, you know, wrestlers on them. Yeah. No, this, the, like, the SmackDown versus Raw franchise always had a ton. Um, but this, the first time in the 2K lineage, because, like, 2012 was, like, The Rock, and then it was Punk, and then it was somebody else, and then it was Cena, and then it was Austin, uh, Roman, not Roman, uh, Brock, Seth, and now these two. So, what do you think about the cover athletes? Why, why can't it just be Becky? Yeah, I kind of like, all right, so one of the other pieces from this, and I think this speaks to why there's two, is there's a big push uh, naturally for uh, women's wrestling in this game. So for the first time ever in the my, like, the my career mode, you'll be able to be a female superstar, which you were never able to do before. So that's a big step in the right direction. Um, they've added mixed tag matches in for the first time, so I think that's mostly why, is you can now have, you know, Becky Lynch and Roman Reigns teaming up in a match where you could never before the women or the men always had to be valets or managers to the male or female superstar in the ring. Right. There was no way to have mixed tag. So the fact that mixed tag is, is there is cool. I don't know that I'll necessarily play that many mixed tag matches, but if you're trying to recreate an authentic wrestling experience, that's part of the show. They should have just done a reversible cover though. That would have been cool. Just having Becky on one side and Roman on one side. So yeah. like, People who don't like Becky or Roman can just flip, flip it over. It. Yeah. That would be pretty sweet, actually. I don't know many people who don't like Becky, but I do know a lot of people who don't like Roman. So. It's me. It's me. My hand is raised. It's an audio podcast, but I'm letting you know my hand is raised. <laughs> <laughs> Boo that motherfucker to the ends of the earth. All of us are not Roman fans. I mean, I'm very proud of him for his battle with cancer. He really kicked his ass. But, sure. Let's give him an SP for it. But fuck the character. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that character right out of here. Um, so, yeah. The, the women's push is, is really cool. I really like that. That it's going to be in this game. It's definitely been a thing that's lacking from a complete wrestling experience. Mm -hmm. um, one of the other items, which actually we've been talking about for weeks now, uh, uh, Ukes is not making this game. Uh, we've been talking about Ukes's plan to create their own wrestling franchise and possibly, you know, remastering old wrestling games and competing with themselves. Yeah, now. they we thought they were competing with themselves to do this, and turns out no. They're, they're not, because they're not making this game anymore. So no. I think that answers a lot of our questions about why would you split your team to make two different wrestling games just to compete with yourself, and the answer is you're not. You're making your own wrestling game to compete with a company that no longer has you making wrestling games. Uh, this game... Yeah, I wonder whose choice this was, though. I don't know. Um, this game is being made by Visual Concepts, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they've been making sports games for years. They've, and they've been co-making them with Ukes for the last, like, five years anyway. Yeah, they've been helping on all the 2K games. Um, they've been going back. They did. They do NBA uh, 2K. They do, um, like, they helped with, you know, the MVP baseballs back in the day. They helped with all manner of different sports games. What was, there was, they said they made, like, Rumble Roses, I think. No, Ukes oh, pretty much made only wrestling games. Yeah. Um, and then there was like two random games that weren't wrestling games. Oh, they made like a, a, a Nintendogs game, but for mm. the P PSP. Um, but yeah, they've only done wrestling games for yeah. the most part. And Visual Concepts, wasn't yep. it? Yeah. Have only done sports games for the most part of the last 20 years. Because yeah. they did like a weird Toe Jam and Earl game at one point And some other random thrown in things that were probably just like... 
helping other companies make the things that they already had. Mm-hmm. Um, so it maybe we need a new company come in. I mean, these games have gotten stale for me at least. Yeah. Since what 2016 was yeah. probably the like that's when I was just like I don't like this anymore. They're all pretty much the same. Um, but it's you know the different modes that they add into it. Like one of the other modes that like was added last year. Um, was like the story, like the storyline mode throughout the careers. Like last year's was Daniel Bryan. Yeah. So you followed his career, his ups and downs. This year, that story mode, excuse me, is the women's evolution. So it's the four horse women: Becky Lynch, Charlotte, um, Sasha Banks, and uh, and Bailey. So like they're different matches. It'll be really cool to play the Bailey versus Sasha Banks NXT Takeover match. That's oh, yeah. definitely going to be in there the Iron Woman match. Like, yeah. That's going to be an awesome one to play in this game. I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, where Roman Reigns comes into the story mode aspect of it is the Towers modes that was introduced last year as part of the Million Dollar Challenge. It's, think like a Mortal classic Mortal Kombat. Just you start and you go through a series of matches. Um, the theme of that one is Roman Reigns, so you'll probably just run a gauntlet of different famous Roman Reigns matches. Um, so that's that'll are, be in are there, there this famous year. Roman Reigns? Matches? Yeah, I mean he's got wrestling main event at WrestleMania four years in a row, so just pick those, I guess. I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Even though we didn't like the outcome or necessarily the matches, no, like, he did main event the biggest show of the year. Is so. one of them when he battles his speaking ability on the microphone? No, <laughs> no, they'll never put that. Uh, that be they don't they're not gonna put anything in the game where he got his ass kicked. It's like a it's like a rhythm game. <laughs> there was one wrestling game one year. Where there was like something to do with promos, where you had to like, you had to say promos in certain ways in certain timing to like get more points. That'd be cool. Like think of it like the the Mass Effect dialogue system, where like you, you got to like finish it before somebody else is saying something. Yeah, like I remember there was one where there was definitely like it gave you dialogue options in your story mode, and there was a timer that like you had to you had to like say it in the right amount of time, and depending on which option you chose would raise and lower like your promo skills or your face or your heel you know attributes and things like that so wouldn't be surprising if they tried to put that in there but just all the problems all the options are it's my yard bleed at and yo dog like those would be the only options in the i'm, I'm tree. not the man or i'm the man yeah well no becky lynch is the man now that's true yeah yeah so you can't even say that anymore take that dialogue option out <laughs> um but yeah i mean i'm i'm excited enough i guess there's some cool things in this where Last year when they announced the Daniel Bryan mode, I was like, eh, I don't really care. I don't really like that guy either. But, like, I love all the Four Horsewomen. I think they're great. I think what they're doing for the company is great. What yeah. they're doing for the world of wrestling is great. So this mode will be pretty fun. I'm excited to play this, you know, come Black Friday. Yeah, I'll play it when it's eventually a Games for Gold game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, we'll see what other tweaks and things they may come up with, and we'll see if we get any more info on what Ukes is doing now that they're not making – uh, WWE 2K20. Uh, lightning round. That wasn't the only 2K20 in the news this week. We also got some NBA 2K20 news. Uh, we've known the cover athlete for, you know, a month or plus now. We've known unibrow. all about yeah, the unibrow. Yes. Uh, we've known about some other aspects to the game, but one thing that got announced this week, which was new, uh, was they announced that the entirety of the WNBA is going to be available in 2K20 for the first time. That's awesome. It is really awesome. So uh, the WNBA, I think, consists of 12 teams mm-hmm. and over 140 players. Mm-hmm. Uh, those will all be in the game. They, uh, they put out some of the first pictures and ratings for it. So like former UConn women's basketball player Brianna Stewart 
is like a 95 rating in the game because naturally she's, she's one yeah, of like the best great. players going right now. Uh, I think it also said they had like the women's international teams too. Like they had those uniforms as well. Mm-hmm. So that way you can, you know, use that in, in conjunction. I don't know if they'll limit being able to play like, like could you create a superstar of WNBA players to face the all-star team of men's players? I don't know if you'll be able to do that or not. I don't think they said or confirmed one way or the other, at least not that I saw. That'd be kind of cool, just like as an exhibition mode. Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah. It wouldn't hurt. No, because like I, you know, and granted, I, I think you can play like college teams versus pro teams, you know, and everyone always says like, oh, hey, would the would the champion WNBA team be able to beat even the worst NBA team? Right. You know, that's always the conversation they have. Like, would the U.S. women's soccer team be able to beat the men's soccer team on the field? Would, you know, could the UConn Husky women who dominated so many years in a row be able to beat you know the best men's national like there's always that that question of who can beat who right and we never get to see it video games is that's what video games are there for is to see who can do what you know Mm -hmm. who can beat who so i think that'd be cool if you could play against them i don't know if they'll draw that line in the sand or not though it seems like a hard like a hard line the way the wrestling games say no you can't have becky lynch versus roman reigns you can't have it in even in the game world which you probably should be able to but but at least that one's like violence related. This is yeah, not, sporting. Yeah, so I can see it happening. But also, I'm not going to be disappointed if it's not in there. No, the fact that it's even in there at all is fantastic. Yeah, because it's for, and I wouldn't be surprised if you know if these modes do well because I'm sure they'll have the analytics of who plays what mode. They've, I mean, they've got to be able to track that kind of thing. Yeah, that if like. If next year there maybe is a swappable cover or two versions of the cover where you can buy the WNBA version or the NBA version, and both games are fundamentally the same, but one has one cover athlete and one has a different one, so that'd be that'd yeah. be kind of cool too. We'll see what comes of it in the in the years to come, but still impressive that it's finally coming uh, now to NBA 2K20. Lightning round. Uh, I really wish Joe was here for this. We could see if he was invited, but. Um, Capcom has sent out invites to Resident Evil Ambassador, I think, the Ambassador mm-hmm. Program members, yep. uh, inviting them to try a new game. But only if you live in L.A. Or, or New York. Or New York. Or Japan. Or somewhere in Japan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the the Japan, uh, Resident Evil is called Biohazard, so they had like the Biohazard Brigade or something stupid sounding. That's really funny. Um, uh, they sent out similar emails asking them to test play a new game, which is probably going to be Resident Evil 3, um, the remake. Yeah, because that's the next one that they have to remake. Yes. Yeah. So it's either going to be that or it's going to be some ridiculous tacked on online experience. I mean, Battle Royale? I mean, it wouldn't. It, I wouldn't put it past them. They've tried online so many times and it's never caught on. Um, primarily because they were bad games, but also because that's not what Resident Evil is. Like, it's people against zombies, not people against people. No. Like, I mean, they have I, that Raccoon City game. You could do a game where it's like um, Dead by Daylight or Friday the 13th, where one person is some souped-up zombie, yeah. and four people are zombie killers trying to take them down. That would be something that I think would work really well for the... I think we've moved on from that concept, though. I know, but if if Resident Evil were to try it, that's the biggest marquee name. Yeah, trying a mode like that, not a full fledged game. Like obviously, there are people who have who love Dead by Daylight, who love Friday the Thirteenth, glitches and all for both games. Mm-hmm. But if you put that in a mainstream franchise, 
Okay. I mean, people would be probably willing to try that. Yeah. I, my hope is that it's Resident Evil 8 so that, like, we're moving on. Not that I didn't – I didn't play much of 2. I just played, like, whatever Joe had. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, we're just – we're remaking games so often. Like, can we just move on and, and make new things now? I think uh, I think a lot of the companies want to get the remakes out of the way because they, they know that the next-gen consoles will all be backwards compatible. So it's like, all right, let's get the definitive version out on you know PS4, Xbox One, and then those games will exist forever. We don't have to remake them for PS5, Xbox, Scarlet because they, they exist and they're playable. We're fine. Right. Um, and then they can focus on making like a Resident Evil 8. And I think they could be working on both side by side. Oh, I'm sure they are. I would think Resident Evil 8, though, would probably be a thing that you announce first before you start inviting people, people to test it because you know that's going to leak. You know the second someone gets hands-on with that thing, an anonymous message is getting posted on Twitter that says, like, just play the new Resident Evil game. It's XYZ. Yeah. So I would hope that you would announce – I mean, maybe they will. This is – all of these play dates are in September. Mm-hmm. So I think the Japan one is the 8th and 9th. The New York – the LA one's like the 15th and 16th. And then the New York one is like the 21st and 22nd. They're all like – each weekend in September is like Japan, LA, New York. So maybe by the time – the Japan one happens, so like first of September, they come out and say, Resident Evil 8, you know, and our ambassador is going to be checking out the game this weekend. Right. Here. Like, we've invited streamers, we've invited the press, we've invited, you know, XYZ. You'll see more as we reveal it, but first play tests are coming, Resident Evil 8, it's a thing. I mean, they did this with, not they specifically, but this is what happened with uh, Modern Warfare, where they had the random NFL teams play that, mm. and then like a yeah, week the later. Yeah, the draft class. Got they, to play it. Yeah. And then a week later, they're like, oh, it's called Modern Warfare. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I like I like hearing the announcements of games more than I like hearing the leaks about announcements of yeah, games. Yeah, we talked about this from E3. From E3, yeah. So, if you announce Resident Evil 8 and then have these play tests, great. Yeah. But you need to tell me that that's what that game is before I find out from the play testers. Like, it's cool that we know that a game is coming because we didn't know that before. We just don't know what kind of game it is. I think we knew that Resident Evil 3 was coming. Yeah. I, I Even if we don't know, we know. Because, I mean, of course they're going to make 3. But I think four. they officially said that they're making 3. Yeah. Um, um, so. It's cool. I mean, I'm not going to, obviously not going to New York or L.A. And Joe isn't here to say whether or not he got an email or not. No. I don't even know if he's part of the Resident Evil Ambassador program. I was at one point. Um, but they emailed me every single week. And I didn't like I'm not playing a Resident Evil game every week of every year um and then I got really mad because I clicked on the unsubscribe button at the bottom and it said it would take six to nine months to unsubscribe you from an email yeah and I was like why why it's an email list just remove me from the list but like clicking the link should automatically remove you from the list like I've never clicked on an unsubscribe link and been told anything other than like you've been unsubscribed it may take a couple of days to like cycle through the ones that we already had queued to send to you because a lot of places will like they'll queue up the daily things and it's just got to take you a while to filter you out of those lists that have been pre-compiled no and this one was even worse is a stretch because you couldn't even unsubscribe from the email you had to log into your account and then you had to go to like email settings and then among email settings was like renewed email settings it was like it was hidden in there yeah, of course and then i unsubscribed but in logging on i couldn't remember my password because it had been since i played resident evil 5 since i logged into the website yeah. and then like logging in it sent me a bunch of emails saying like welcome back this is what you missed i was like god you're making it worse yeah 
And then I every every time every week I logged in and said like unsubscribe for the love of God unsubscribe. So I'm not getting them anymore, luckily, because I was six six <laughs> nine six, months six, ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they could have emailed me, but yeah. I I was not I'm not part of their program anymore because I got sick of getting emails. Yeah, I mean, depending on when it falls, if it's a, a week that Joe's available, I I wouldn't be surprised if he went to New York like to, yeah, to play it. Yeah, for us it's not that long. Just no. like an hour drive and then a two hour train ride. Yeah, or you know, or two hour drive if you want to find a place to park in the city. Like it's not, it's not hard to get there from here. No, but like if he gets an invitation and legitimately wants to go, like I'd go down to check it out. Like either watch on the screen or just like bum around the city for the afternoon. Like yeah, that would be worthwhile. So we'll check with Joe to see if he got an invite or if he's even part of the ambassador program to begin with. We've gone um, to New York City for video games before. Yeah, exactly. That's... I mean, Joe, we've Joe and I went to Massachusetts for pinball. So like. Not really that different. We got stuck in New York to try and meet Kojima. And then we didn't ever get to meet him. Oh. Because the line got cut off four people in front of us. Oh, no. Did you tell me you're giant Kojima super fans? Uh, we we told him, like, like we're like, we came all the way from Connecticut. Like, we want to go inside. I know four people, right? Um, And there was, like, six of us. Like, we went as a group. And they're like, sorry, there's nothing you can do. You can go in and, get in and buy the game, though. And I'm like, I'm not going to go in and buy the game. Like, if What game was it? It was Metal Gear 4. Oh, okay. Um, so, like, Joe was like, fine, I want to go in and you know, I'm just going to get it. Like, we might as well, like, maybe we can see him and, like, try and encourage him to sign it. And, like, legit, you went and bought it. And it was a table connected to the table that he was signing stuff. And we're like, can we just get, like, there, there, there's just four of us. Like, yeah. can you just extend it for four people? And they're like, no. Oh. Uh, and then we missed the last train out, so we got stuck in New oh. York. <laughs> you really just had a fucking banner day. Oh yeah, you? it was it was it was bad. And uh, we went to go back to uh, Grand Central Station, and it was closed because they were cleaning it. Yeah. Uh, well, because no trains are running. Why do you need to be in there? Right. And so we we're like, well, what do we do? And so there's a church that was like down the road, and we went and sat on the stairs of the church because we we're like, what else is going to happen? And so. Uh, a friend of mine and I were like tired and taking a nap and, uh, another friend of ours who is in the, um, army reserves was sitting out front and he was like, you know, I'll just make sure nobody robs you or something. Yeah. And, uh, he like nudges us to wake up and there's cops coming from both ends of the, the road. They come up and there's just like six of us just sleeping on the stairs of a church. Yeah. Comes up and they're like, what are you guys doing? We're like, oh, we're we're, to we're, pray. we're, we're, we're <laughs> sleeping. We missed the last train out. And he's like, you guys drinking? Because there was like some empty cans over there. We're yeah. Like, and like, you're not 21 at this point either. Uh, no, I think I, w- no, I don't know if I was. Not when, not when Metal Gear Solid 4 came out. I, I don't, don't think. I honestly don't know. But, uh, I think it was like 2007. So I guess, no, yeah. Some of you might have been, but I mean, Joe definitely was because he's Joe like nine hundred yeah. years old. That's true. Um, but the cops were like, you know, we explained the situation. And he's like, dude, that sucks. And we're like, we we were working the, like the line. And it was like, you could, why didn't you let us in? <laughs> like, what the hell? But one of them was also in Army Reserve and was like, you know, making buddies with a friend yeah, of ours. Of course. And he was like, yo, uh, take a nap. He's like, I'm just gonna stand on this corner. Like, said, so you, you guys are fine. So we ended up all taking a nap and waiting for the last. Oh, a cop just watched you sleep. Yeah. Man, oh man. Yep. Creepy. And then I woke up and my body hurt and questioned why. No. Uh, and then we got on the train and went home. And it was a miserable time, but it makes it for a great story. Yeah, it does. I mean, I'm going to cut that whole story out of the episode. but That's fine. <laughs> it's good content. No, it is. Um, yeah, that, that absolutely sucks. Yeah. That's such a bummer. But, but yeah, we've gone to New York for, for worse. Yeah. 
So we'll uh, we'll check with Joe. We'll see if maybe even we can get in, even if he didn't get ambassador did. Uh, lightning round. Last week we talked about, was it last week we talked about? Or no, two weeks ago we talked about PlayStation Plus and games with gold games. No, it was last week. It was last week. Yeah. You're right. Um, this week, because they don't line up, because that's just the, our lot in life, uh, we got our new Switch Online games, and I believe, John, you have those. They are two obscure games that I don't know about. Sweet. Uh, so the two games are Kung Fu Heroes and Vice Project Doom. I kind of want to play Vice Project Doom. That sounds cool. Uh, the cover is uh, very 90s. Hell yeah. Uh, Kung Fu Heroes is an overhead action game where two players can take control of Jackie or Lee. As the either characters, they would fight through hordes of enemies in order to save the Princess Min Min and reclaim the ten stolen treasures of the kingdom. What uh, kind of game does it look like? Uh, is it side scrolling beat em up? It's, a, it's an overhead action game. So it's like a top-down thing. Oh, top-down, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Vice Project Doom is a hybrid game that has been platforming sections that are similar to Ninja Gaiden. How, more so, the game contains racing and on-rail shooting segments where the player moves the cursor around the screen. Okay. I've and, never played an on-rail shooter on the NES before. And the cover looks like Mel Gibson holding someone while holding a gun in the air. And it says, Vice Project Doom at the top with caution tape. Yes. Yeah. So down. It looks very 90s. Here for this. All all here for it. Are those out now or are those coming out this week? Uh, I can close that. I feel like they're out now. Like As soon as they announce them, they're available. Uh, late August. Late August. Okay, so yeah, probably this week coming out. Yeah, so I don't know anything about this game, but that is the ridiculous cover. Oh, no. Yeah, the, I, there's steel beams in the background. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm a thousand percent here for this game. Um, it's probably going to look it, janky as all get out, but... It, it just looks like um, it looks like Contra. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, so, like, I want to try the on-rail shooty part. Yeah, I don't know anything about either of these games. They're very... Oh, this one looks even more ridiculous. They, they're very unique. Yes. It just seems like a weird thing to put on the system, though. Like, why why put on games that nobody's heard of before? I, no, put more games that nobody's heard of before. That, that is true. As I said, it was just like, no, I do want these yeah. like uh, games that I've never heard of that I yeah. would want to play. Yeah, because like, you never know when you can find some super obscure game that you've never heard of that all of a sudden is now like your favorite NES game of all time because of how like, goofy and weird that it is. So I like as much as I love the fact that the, like the Mario's and the Mario threes and the Zeldas of the world and the yeah. Donkey Kongs are all available on the system because good they're the classics they should be. Pepper it in with some games that I've never played before, you know. Because like the game that I think is super obscure is the game that somebody out there played every single day after school because it was the only game right. they had, it's or it was their, their older brother them. bought the game and they right. get this was the the time they got to sneak a gun game in, you know. Right. Like, and they've, they've remembered it, and it's been a childhood memory for their entire lives. Yeah. So give me those opportunities, too, because, like, the more games that you get to play, the the better. So I went in, and because um, I'm new to this, obviously, and I went in and looked at the section. You're noob selection. You have to use video game terminology. Noob to this? <laughs> Do I have to use Leet speak as well? Yes. Um, and uh, I was like, oh, I never played uh, Mario Lost Levels before. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get past the first level. (laughs) They're lost for a reason. They're very hard. (laughs) You're one of those dumb Americans. I played it for like two continues and I was like, nope, never mind. (laughs) Just turn it off. Yeah. Yeah, you're one of those dumb Americans who can't handle how hard Japanese games are. I'm not good at um, platformers. I am good at hard games, just not platformers. No. Because they were meant to take your, your quarters. Like, it's a different type of difficult. It's not difficult to get better. It's difficult to take your money. 
Well, no, but like the the home console ones are difficult to get better because like you have to you have to time the jumps the right way. You have to think about do you I want to go you know to the top level where there's you know I don't get as many items but it's safer, or do I want to go the bottom level where it's you know it's harder but I can get a bunch of coins or I can get a bunch of power ups. Yeah. So like there are definitely things like obviously arcadey things are hard for the sake of eating your money, but like the home console ones were hard because. They like there was no DLC. Like they, a game needed to last, right? So you needed to show people that there was value in it. And if you can't beat it and you keep trying to play it, there's your value there. So, um, no, but I get what you're saying. Like even playing like games like Celeste and stuff, which are pl- hard platformers, I have trouble with. So yeah, but like those, I can at least maybe it's the, my the lack of story thing. Where mm-hmm. it's like I'll play things like obviously Sekiro is like my favorite game of all time now, but because it had a great story, yeah. Like, it was hard and rewarding at the same time, whereas, like, Mario is just like, I got to the end. Eh. Yeah. I mean, they tell you, like, you were trying to save the princess, but it's, like, such a loose idea yeah. of a story that I, I get what you're saying. You need that extra – the difficulty for difficulty's sake isn't what draws you in. It's no. the, the storyline. And even with a game, like I said, Celeste, like, that has a great story. Yeah. So, I get it. I get it. Uh, all right, lightning round. Uh, we got a new trademark filed for a new game, one that we've talked about recently. Uh, the next Plants vs. Zombies title, uh, not Plants vs. Zombies 3, which is the mobile game that's that's out and announced. This is most likely the one we talked about last week, which was Project Picnic Party, Yeah, which was a play test that people who were in the beta or alpha for uh, Plants vs. Zombies 3 got invited to. We had speculated this was a Garden Warfare 3, potentially. The trademark, though, is uh, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville, which sounds a lot more like a Battle Royale game than it does. Yeah, it's got the word battle in it. <laughs> yeah. So more so than a, a Garden Warfare 3, which was just the standard shooter that we thought maybe would have the Battle Royale mode a part, as a part of it, mm-hmm. which still may be the case. That just may be what the Battle Royale mode is called, the way that the Call of Duty one is called. Right, they Blackout. don't need a trademark uh, Garden Warfare 3 because no, it's probably already trademarked. Yeah, and who's going to take that from them, honestly? So this could be a standalone game. This could be something that is, you know, a mode in the Garden Warfare 3, but this sounds, for all intents and purposes, like it's a Battle Royale Sweet. Game. Sign me up. Yeah, because you like the, the Garden Warfare oh, games, they're right? they're so good. I don't know why. Like, I don't like Plants vs. Zombies in general. Like, I'm, I mean, tower defense games are not my thing. Because those are just the same thing over and over again. Right. Um... But like the, I played the crap out of the first two, and like I've got a thousand achievement points in the first one, and I think I have a thousand in the second one. I don't have the DLC achievements for them, but I played those for hours upon end, because they're just, I mean, they're good. It was a hero shooter before everything got inundated with hero shooters. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like, it's more like Team Fortress, where it's the four heroes. Yeah. It's not like Overwatch where there's 16 yeah. or something like that. No, it's just about building a cohesive team more yeah. so than it is about just like running guns. Yeah. And like I had like a specific group of people I played online with every, and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm super down for this. If, if this is what it is. Yeah. I mean, even if this is just what, instead of calling it Garden Warfare 3, they just call it Battle for Neighborville and it's the same kind of game with Battle Royale. I'm still down. You'd be down for it either way. Yeah. Um, but like... I'm always willing to try somebody's new battle royale thing. Yeah. Like, Cause they're fun games that I'll play for, you know, a couple weeks or a month and depend on how it hooks me. Like I haven't played apex in forever, but I enjoyed my time with it. I definitely don't regret playing. Yeah, it was the only thing I played for two weeks. So, so yeah, I mean, if this is, if this is good and you know, reasonably priced, I'd be willing to give it a shot too. 
or maybe I can get free. a ten hour trial in the EA Access thing. Is it, it part of EA? The other yeah, the other Garden Warfare I think one and two are both in there. Hmm. As part of the vault. So I'd pay five I mean if it's not free, I would pay five bucks for it. Yeah, right? Just to try it out. Yeah. It's worthwhile. For sure. Um Cool. So we'll uh, we'll get more info on that as it becomes available. Lightning round. It's movie time. Normally, this is where we would talk about either some dumb trailer that we saw for some movie-related game or some announcement of casting or things like that. Instead, this week it is all about movie games or, or game movies that we are not getting uh, because Disney went through with their big old axe and just chopped up a bunch of quote-unquote in development projects. Uh, while looking at the list, there were several video game adaptations on there. Uh, John, I believe you have that information. Some of the so over three hundred game or games over three hundred movies were given the axe as uh, part of the merger between Disney and Fox. Yes, most of these were Fox properties that were in development, various stages of development from pitches to script to development unknown. Well, and some of them were just announced. So yeah. like. Just been like, yeah, we're going to make this. And that was and it. And then did it. Uh, so uh, some of the video game movies that have gotten canceled are Mega Man, uh, Magic the Gathering, The Sims, and Assassin's Creed 2, as well as Missile Command. Because i sure. Yeah. I mean, you could you could, you could make a movie based I mean, on they, Missile Command. They made Battleship. So like, yeah. <laughs> there, there have been worse things. But even like, I mean, like War Games, while not based on a game. Is, like, is based on a game. Kind of, yeah. Like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand what you're so, saying. So, like, you can make a Missile Command game and have it very much be just kind of like that. Could just be War Games 2. They already made that. Could just be War Games Remastered. No, then that would be War Games Remastered. That would be Missile Command. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll just, they'll just call it Missile Command. Yeah. But I honestly didn't even know there was a Mega Man movie coming out. Uh, we did know about the Magic the Gathering movie, and that's probably gotten axed because the Russo brothers are producing the uh, Netflix, Netflix series. Yep. So... That makes sense. Who the hell wants to see a movie about The Sims, especially since they don't speak in a language? I'd be really intrigued to see what they would do for a Sims movie, but I don't know that I'd want to see a Sims movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Okay, so do you do you leave the green gem above their head? Like, I would hope so. Do you let them continue to speak gibberish? S- Simlish? Yeah. The whole movie's just in Simlish? Yeah. that's what i'm saying like because you could do some cool stuff where like emoting you could tell a story like i know the thoughts and opinions of the magic carpet and aladdin and he never says a word right like there's some cool things you could do to like kind of portray that world or is it something where like i wouldn't be surprised if it's a thing akin to like tron where you get sucked into the sims world too somebody who just plays the sims too much wakes up and like they can speak English, so they're the voice of the audience. Yeah. Just being like, how the hell did I get here? Can you understand anything that's going around? Yeah. I That could be a worthwhile right. move. This like, kid just peed his pants because he couldn't open the door. What's wrong with him? Yeah. <laughs> like, I could I could see them coming up with an idea for that. Yeah. Where I, I wouldn't necessarily see it. It wouldn't necessarily be good. No. But I'd be intrigued to see what creative minds who understand The Sims better than I do would, you know, come up with for a movie about that. And it would probably fall into a regular person gets trapped in the audience because you couldn't, you probably couldn't have a whole movie that's just simlish. No, like, it'd be interesting to try, but I don't think you could. There if, been, if it was animated, maybe there have been decent amount of movies that have been um, without dialogue, but usually they have some other draw to them. Yeah. So like there was that intergalactic five 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 movie that was all Daft Punk music. Oh, I've never heard of that one. Um, sure, you're not thinking of the Tron sequel that was also just all Daft Punk music. No, uh, no, this is. Uh, 
uh, Discovery, the album Discovery, was made into a movie called Intergalactic 555. Oh, cool. Um, but I don't I mean, it wouldn't do well anyway. Like, I don't think the Sims crowd is big enough to warrant that. I don't know. I feel like this. I feel like people who still play The Sims are diehard enough where they would see it mm-hmm. and drag their significant others to see it. Um, I feel like there's been a long enough period of like success for Sims franchises where people who don't play anymore but played back in the day would be yeah. like, "Oh, I check that out. I loved The Sims when I was a kid or when I played games or whatever." Like, I feel like you could, it'd be a decent enough built-in audience. And if you had a cool enough gimmick, you could get the mainstream people to go check it out. Because uh, even if you never played a Sims game, you've probably heard of The Sims. Right. Or Sim City or something Sim-esque uh, to where that could be a worthwhile endeavor. Um, mm. Mega Man could be cool, but I don't think they'd do it right, honestly. No, I think they they probably looked at Sonic and they were like, no, nah, let's, let's just not try See, but that's the wrong message to take because looking at Sonic is trying to take this anthropomorphic hedgehog that doesn't look anything like a hedgehog and make him into the real world where, like, Mega Man's a kid in a suit. Like, that's way easier to make live action than Sonic is. Like, same way that Mario's easier to make in live action than Sonic is because those are real-looking people. I think they were just looking at, like, general video game adaptations. Oh, yeah. And just being, no. They don't work. And none of these to say is to say that none of these movies will ever come out again. It could just be they're scrapping what they was, have the rights for, or that they're scrapping what was made thus far. Because like when you cancel a project, that cancels the director off the project, that cancels the people working on it. So if you want to say like, "Hey, we don't know anything about this. We don't like what you guys have shown. We don't like what's in our like files. We're canceling it," and then tomorrow going out and starting their own Mega Man project with directors they hire. Artists, artists they they wanted to production designers that they wanted to like right so they're just canceling what they what they don't uh, what wanna, they have obtained not yeah. not the project itself yeah potentially yeah. I mean granted these movies may never see the light of day but they also just may be like yeah we're canceling Mega Man and then don't be surprised if in six months just announced we're making a Mega Man with the, you know this person because this wasn't like a big like big scale like we're canceling everything it was just like a list that got put out or just products. Uh, Projects that got canceled and someone obtained a list yeah. of what they were. So this isn't anything like big, you know, definitive. Like we came out at a press press conference and said, this is gone, this is gone, this is gone. One thing that no one is uh, sad that it's gone is that uh, Assassin's Creed 2. No. That one, he, like, I remember looking at the list and seeing the in-development status was just pitched. Yeah, they were just like, should we make another one? And I said, no. no <laughs> please, you shouldn't. please, God, no. I wouldn't mind them taking another stab at Assassin's Creed. I still haven't seen the last one, but from what I know of it, it's not Assassin's Creed. So it's it's just not good though. Like ninety percent of the movie is like in the current time. That's what I'm saying. Which is like, like, did they ever play an Assassin's Creed game? Yeah. So like you could say, hey, we want to take another stab at Assassin's Creed. Uh, We'll just reboot it. I would see that before I'd see I, Yeah, I would gladly accept that over making a sequel to the movie that no one liked. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, nothing's to say that none of these will come out in the future, but as of right now, canceled. There were some other ones on the list that looked like they could have been cool. There was League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That was on there. A Play-Doh. That might be fun. A Play-Doh movie. <laughs> um, which, like, you, you, you had said, like, why? And I'm like, because Legos. Like, at this point, I'm not surprised by anything they want to make a movie of. If it's even remotely related to a thing they've already made before. Right. So, like, Play-Doh makes sense because Lego worked. So, 
if all of it's about building with your imagination, sure, go with that one. Like they made Battleship, so if they want to make any other random board game, go for it. Uh, there was one they had the untitled uh, McDonald's Monopoly movie, which would be about the scandal yeah. involving McDonald's Monopoly. They had um, a Figment movie, which I assume meant Figment the Disney character, but it also could have meant something else. Yeah, it could have been anything. Um, but that, that could have been a cool movie if it's what I'm thinking of. Uh, there were a couple other ones on there. I'm like, oh, that's kind of a shame. That could have been a cool idea. Chronicle 2. Chronicle 2, no one's going to want to see. I don't even think anyone wants to hire Josh Trank at this point. So that makes sense. Um, um, so important, uh, apparently the reason why all of these got uh, axed was because of the loss from Dark's Phoenix. Because Dark Phoenix made $65 million out of its $300 million budget. <laughs> so it lost a lot of money. I don't necessarily buy that reasoning because it was always going to lose that money. So, like, and it's not like Disney's short up on cash right now. Like, they just created the highest grossing movie of all time, still have a bunch of Star Wars, the next phase of Marvel, and four Avatar sequels coming out. So, cool. like, I don't think they're hard up for cash. I just think these are projects that no one. No one is still around at the company after the merger to fight for why it was in development in the first place. Right, which is, I mean, some of the same. Where like they're like, well, we got to put out Dark Phoenix under our name because we bought the company and it's already done. Like, it's yeah, but that's not, not, not money they spent. It's you know not going to make us money. No, but like that's not money they spent either. So like they got they got it for free as part of the overarching deal for Fox. I guess that is true. Yeah, it's like they didn't they, spend the money to. They probably they, spent. They money bought on, it and it came with it. Yeah, they would have spent money on um, like commercials and yeah, advertising, publications. Um, but that probably like that couldn't have cost more than sixty-five million dollars. There wasn't a ton of ads for that. There wasn't a ton of like billboards and bus ads and things for Dark know. Phoenix. So uh, I can't imagine they spent that much money on it. Probably because they knew it was going to tank and they said, "Why bother?" But they didn't spend that much. They didn't spend the three hundred million to make it. They just spent the like the advertising budget on yeah. it. Yeah. So I don't necessarily buy that reasoning, but it could just be what they're saying internally to be like, yeah, no, the, the last movie that we put out from whatever this ragtag group of people were thought was a good idea, that sucked. So anything else they think is a good idea, it sucks, sucks too. But this is also very Disney. I mean, they did this when they bought the rights to Star Wars, where like they uh, like canceled all ongoing Star Wars projects except for their own. Yeah. So like I can understand as someone who like wants to start anew anytime something comes out being like no I'm just going to wipe the history and then anything that I have control over now I have yeah. control over. So that it, made more it, sense because they were trying to organize canon more than anything else. Well yeah yeah I'm just saying like yeah it's among the same vein. It's not unprecedented for a company to get bought up and then have a bunch of projects canceled. Yeah. That's... Well and like the only sequel that they're continuing on with is Avatar. Yeah, because the Avatar, I mean, Avatar made so much money that they're going to see what the next one can do. And if the if it, the fandom is still there, then they'll keep rolling with it. But if that first Avatar sequel bombs, because no, no it's going to be Duke for Nukem it. forever. It's, it's already gone on too long, and this technology is not that new anymore. <laughs> but that's the thing. I don't know what new technology he's working with. So we'll who, see. We'll see what comes with it. Yeah, but rest in peace, those video game movies, because... We'll miss uh, you, The Sims. Yeah, gone too soon. Honestly, that's the only one I'm kind of bummed about. I would just because I'd want to see what you could do. After talking about it, it does sound like a good idea. But once I saw it, I was just like, "This sounds stupid." Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, you, you look at so many of these movies, and you think, like, "Who the fuck would want a Sims game? Like, who wanted a Need for Speed movie? Like, who wants these like 
who wanted a battleship movie. Like, who is this for? Why did you think this was a good idea? But then if you sit down and think about it, you're like, I bet we could come up. I bet you could put a bunch of talented people in a room and brainstorm mm-hmm. an idea that would be worthwhile. But it's a matter of getting the talented people in the room first. My coworker just... really loves the Need for Speed movie. Really? She, she, I mean, she's uh, like in her 60s, so she yeah. didn't know it was a video game. But she would like said something about it and she's like is, isn't that part of the fast and furious franchise i was like no it's actually based after a video game she's like i loved that movie yeah. so it's like joe's mom or like joe's mom doesn't know where things right. come from it's just either a good movie to her right. or it isn't and i was just like that's cool diane like <laughs> yeah. that's nice you tried um so yeah i mean Mega Man will get remade into a movie at some point there's especially if like the I'm Mario, surprised it hasn't. If the Mario animated movie does well, if Sonic rebounds from the backlash and does well, I could see them going with Mega Man because mm-hmm. it, it's an easy ge- movie to translate. It's an easy game to translate into a movie. Yeah. Because it's just is a person in a, you know, with a gun arm and a helmet. Like that's easy to make. Right. So I, that one I think is fine. Um, you know, Assassin's Creed probably not ever again but wouldn't be surprised if there was a, re- a remake right this was a sequel so yeah. it's never going to happen as part of the same universe no or filmic universe i guess i mean it could be but it's just like a it could be a multiverse of assassin's creed things where it's like the animus it allows you to connect to multiple universes and the past like they could do it if they really wanted to if they sure. wanted to like sneak fastbender in as a cameo at the end mm-hmm. like of whatever the rebooted assassin's creed universe is that could be cool and then you have team-ups and you know, universe creation and all that. So I wouldn't be surprised if any of these came back. I wouldn't be surprised if none of them came back. But they're not here for now. Nope. So you just have to stick to your fan fictions and your fan films. Uh, did I miss anything for the lightning round, not lightning round no, for this I week, John? That's it. Cool. Uh, well, that'll do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, you'll also be able to find our newest episode of the main event, uh, which is the biggest party of the summer, SummerSlam, uh, for the wrestling fans. So if you didn't get enough wrestling content in our 2K20 discussion, uh, you can listen to us talk about the real wrestling and not the video game wrestling uh, in the same places that you got this episode. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know what you think of the, you know, Walmart taking down video game ads and ESPN delaying the Apex tournament. Uh, let us know what you think of the changes coming to WWE 2K20. Are you excited about the women's evolution mode? Uh, what do you think about uh, Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony teaming up for loot boxes? Does that change your opinions on them one way or the other? Let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Games Cast, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Goodbye.